Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer or even your tablet. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for free so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Is it Steve? Yeah! You're on the air! Hello again, and welcome back to another Stephen King show. Well, let's get right to it. CBS is shaking up the late night landscape by bringing back an old Comedy Central format to replace the Late Late Show with James Corden, ending the Late Late Show franchise after almost three decades. No official comment yet, but Deadline reports that a reboot of At Midnight, a series that ran for 600 episodes on Comedy Central from 2013 to 17, has been chosen for the 12.30 a.m. time slot, currently occupied by The Late Late Show. It's set to be executive produced by Stephen Colbert. This comes as Corden is stepping away from his late night desk later this spring. Mila Kunis trolled husband Ashton Kutcher and his Your Place or Mine co-star Reese Witherspoon for their awkward red carpet poses at the premiere of their new Netflix movie. On Today with Hoda and Jenna, Witherspoon said, Mila even emailed us last night. She goes, you guys look so awkward on the red carpet together. Pics from the LA premiere showed Witherspoon and Kutcher keeping an obvious and very awkward distance from each other as photographers snapped their pics. They also kept their hands at their sides, avoiding physical contact. Kutcher indicated on a podcast that he kept his hands to himself to avoid any reports that the two were having an affair. Live from New York, it's Prince Harry, or at least it almost was. The renegade royal was in talks last year to host Saturday Night Live, according to reports. Sources are quoted as saying that SNL producers were in discussions with Harry in the run-up to the January release of his memoir, Spare, but talks stalled at the 11th hour. An insider said Harry was all in. He was really serious about doing it. It's not known why the hosting gig didn't work out, but Harry ended up doing TV interviews for his book, including on 60 Minutes and The Late Show with Steve. Stephen Colbert. Paige Baranak is about to get a lot of exposure. The 29-year-old golf influencer has announced she will be a Super Bowl correspondent for Inside Edition. In an introductory video, Baranak revealed that this will be the first time she will attend the NFL Championship game in person. In the vid, she says, I'm really excited and mostly to see Rihanna perform. Spiranak will join Inside Edition News correspondent Megan Alexander in her debut. On Tuesday, Spiranak went to her Instagram story to recap her first day on the job. Time now for music news you can use. Rihanna, rumor has it she's going on tour after her highly anticipated Super Bowl performance. The story is that she'll be announcing a road trip for, for later this year, but plans are being kept under lock and key for now. It would be her first tour since 2016. The weekend, his 2016 song, Die For You, has hit number one on Billboard's all format radio songs chart and the top 40 based pop airplay chart. Sparked by a surge of interaction on TikTok, the song has completed the longest journey from a title's release to number one on radio songs since the chart began in 1990. 
David Bowie, Harry Styles, who won the Best Album Grammy on Sunday, has drawn comparisons to David Bowie over his extravagant sense of style, but Bowie producer and friend Tony Visconti wrote on Facebook, someone just told me that Harry Styles is the new Bowie. From what I saw tonight, he's not worthy of shining in his shoes. Visconti worked with Bowie on 10 albums beginning in 1969. Pink Floyd, Roger Waters says, he is considering potential legal action against ex-bandmate David Gilmore and his wife, Polly Sampson, who lashed out on Twitter at Waters, calling him a misogynistic Putin puppet and an anti-Semite. Gilmore poured gas in the flames by tweeting that every word of Sampson's message was demonstrably true. Ozzy Osbourne, Paul Stanley, Joan Jett, and Billy Idol, in case you haven't seen it, they're among the big names appearing in a new Super Bowl ad for HR firm Workday in the spot the musicians poke fun at corporate bro-speak, taking exception to the fact that the business world refers to successful workers as rock stars. Luke Combs has revealed the 18-song track list for his new album, Gettin' Old, out March 24th. Combs co-wrote 15 of the songs, which include the fan favorite Five Leaf Clover, a cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, and My Song Will Never Die, co-written by Eric Church. Darius Rucker says he'll release his seventh album and first since 2017, early this year. The new collection is named after his mother. Quote, we're gonna name it Carolyn's Boy. It's a personal record, and I think that's one of the reasons I'm taking so much time with it. Brandi Carlisle played wedding singer when Ellen DeGeneres and Portia De Rossi recently renewed their vows. The ceremony was a surprise to DeGeneres. Carlisle was originally only an attendee at De Rossi's 50th birthday celebration, but De Rossi took her aside and asked her to sing Roberta Flack's The First Time Ever I Saw Your Face as she walked out in a wedding dress. Coming up, the word from Harvard. But first, I want to know, what would your own personal hell look like in any fun way? For example, I don't eat candy, so mine would be a lifetime of being force-fed candy. Send me an email to Stephen King Show at yahoo.com. An overdue book was returned to a Virginia library after nearly 43 years. Even more baffling, it was a book on speed reading. The word from Harvard. If you could make one change in your life to make yourself happier, your income, your job, your relationships, your health, whatever, what would make the biggest difference? Harvard psychiatrist Dr. Robert Waldinger is the director of the world's longest running scientific study of happiness. And you might have the answer you're looking for. The Harvard study of adult development began in 1938 with 724 participants and set out to discover what makes people thrive. 85 years later, the study includes three generations and more than 1,300 descendants of the original participants. In his book, The Good Life, Lessons from the World's Longest Scientific Study of Happiness, Waldinger lists what the healthiest and happiest study participants had most in common. And one factor stands out above everything else, good relationships. And that doesn't necessarily mean with a romantic partner. It means that cultivating warm relationships lowers your stress levels and keeps you healthier and happier. Other factors that keep people happy include cultivating kindness. Those who reported higher levels of agreeableness and emotional stability also reported greater relationship happiness. Volunteering, learning to apologize, expressing your love, being willing to be vulnerable, and continuing to learn and grow. There's nothing here about the unbeatable combination of the Super Bowl, chicken wings, and Doritos, but assuming my bets pay also pay off, I'm pretty sure that'll rank right up there too. Flight Fright. When you book a flight, you probably don't put much consideration into which seat you'd be safest in in case of emergency, do you? Nope, like me, you're probably more interested in legroom or having a window seat. 
but just so you know, the middle seats in the last row are statistically the safest ones on an airplane. A time investigation that looked at 35 years of aircraft accident data found the middle rear seats of an aircraft had had the lowest fatality rate, 28%, compared with 44% for the middle aisle seats. Experts say that that makes sense because sitting next to an exit row would provide you with the fastest exit, but the wings of a plane store fuel. So this disqualifies the middle exit rows as the safest. Being closer to the front means you'll be impacted first, which leaves us with the last exit row. As for why the middle seats are safer than the window or aisle seats, that is, as you might expect, because of the buffer provided by having people on either side. Oh, and just in case all this talk of airplane emergencies has left you spooked, remember this. Air travel is the safest mode of transport. In 2019, there were just under 70 million flights globally, with only 287 fatalities. Still, I'd just be happy with a seat anywhere else as long as the doctor's next to me. Saving yourself. Are you a saver or a spender? New research shows men are more likely than women to rate their money-saving abilities as higher than average, 55% versus 39%. The survey of 2,000 American adults found that the average employed person saves about a quarter of their paycheck. One in five rates their ability to save money as fair or poor. Most hold their savings in a savings account, 66%, or a checking account, 54%, while the least popular options include certificates of deposit, CDs, at 38%, or an investment account that holds stocks and bonds at 32%. The average person started saving money at around age 24 and say they would advise others to start even earlier. I'm a firm believer in saving early. In fact, before work this morning, I saved a buck and a half on a pint of ice cream. Coming up, things you probably didn't know yesterday. The 2023 list of cities with the most attractive women has come out and Manhattan came in first. So better luck next year, Missoula. Time for things you probably didn't know yesterday. Did you know a man who has become famous for making 15 consecutive incorrect Super Bowl picks has unveiled his prediction for this Sunday's big game? It seems impossible, but he has the receipts. It began in 2008 with one of the NFL's biggest upsets. Reddit user I'm This Guy says he put a ton of money on the 18-0 Patriots to beat the Giants. They lost. Since then, he says he has lost more money than I can count betting Super Bowl money lines. His predictions for 2023, the Philadelphia Eagles will win the Super Bowl. This game is a no-brainer. Do not overthink it, bet the better team. He plans to win back a sizable portion of his losses from the past 15 years with his latest Super Bowl pick. Thanks for the warning. And some other things you probably didn't know yesterday. Researchers believe that our skin gets wrinkly when soaked as the body's biological way of gripping in slippery conditions. The least common day to be born is May 22nd. 85% of people tend to walk around in circles while talking on the phone. Almost all varieties of breakfast cereals are made of grass. 85% of Valentine's Day cards are bought by women. In 8 out of 10 music genres studied, love is the most commonly used word. The exceptions, rap and heavy metal. And speaking of Valentine's Day and love, we have some alternate names for Valentine's Day. Starting with, you'd better get her something even if she says she doesn't want anything day. Netflix and chocolate day. You didn't get her the right gift for Christmas do-over day. Keep Flores and business day. Make singles a self-esteem plummet day. Unrealistic expectations day. Cheesy card day. Procrastinate getting your significant other something until the day before day. Please forgive me for everything in the past year day. Discount chocolate eve and festivus. Coming up, the answer to yesterday's question. 
The board game Monopoly first went on sale on this week back in 1935. The first game should be over any minute now. Yesterday I asked, a survey asked, what are the little things that make you happy? What was the number one answer? A hug. Today's question, 21% of couples say they'll do this on Valentine's Day. What is it? And it's not the obvious. And I leave you with, the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Steve.